Yes, let the song of praise resound, for God's own son is born as a child. Think of it. God's own son is born a child. Indeed, that is the good news today. That is the good news, and that is the message every, Chris, every Christmas rings out loud and clear. God loves children so much. He loves them so much that he becomes one of them. And so must each one of you. See, Christmas has this great way of turning everything upside down. Everything that we expect in the world gets flipped tonight. And of course, you who are called Christians know exactly what that means full well. You know, don't you? You know, and I never tire of telling you, that when Jesus Christ turns things upside down, he's really putting everything right. Christmas puts everything right. So let the paradox resound. Let the mystery ring out in your hearts and your minds, for God's own son wants to become a child. God's own son, the eternal son of God who fashioned all things, is born as a tiny little baby. On Christmas, I think children should be the ones making the rules, shouldn't they? In my house, we tried it for a little bit this morning. I said, okay, kids, you're in charge. Because at one point in time, at one point in time, the maker of all things, the one who has all authority, who has supreme power and command, he became a little child. So I think every Christmas, children should call all the shots, right? They should determine their own bedtimes on Christmas. They should determine when to open the... Okay. Okay, well, let's not push it too far, but you see the point. Do you see the point? This little child, this little baby, is none other than the maker of all things in heaven and on earth. So children, children are the ones in charge tonight. After all, God the Son, the maker of all things, he through whom all things were made, and without whom nothing that has been made was made, is born as a little child, a tiny little boy. You could count his fingers, ten tiny little fingers. You could count his toes, ten tiny little toes. Our Lord Jesus did not shrink back from such a lowly kind of a thing. He didn't consider it beneath himself somehow to take our human nature on himself, to unite our frail humanity, ten little fingers and ten little toes, with his almighty deity. He was conceived not in great power, but in great humility. He took flesh in the womb, not of some wonderful queen, but in the womb of a lowly virgin from some backwards place called Nazareth. He who was long hoped for came unlooked for. There was no room for him in the inn we heard again tonight. No one would make room, can you believe it, for the Lord of all. And so homeless and cast out, neglected and overlooked, Jesus was laid in a manger, the feeding trough of an animal. So let the song of praise resound. God's own, sh- own son is willing to do this. He is willing to be born as a child, as an outcast, as a tiny little baby boy. At Christmas, this is our delight, the birth of a baby. And in a child, we take great joy. In a weak, lowly, tiny little baby. For in fact, we know that he is the joy of all the earth. Now think of how upside down that really is. Christmas turns everything upside down, or rather it puts it all right, but only think of how the world thinks of things. Important people are big, right? Important people are rich. Important people are famous. Important people have lots of friends, lots of influence, lots of power. Children don't. Children don't. They're small. They're poor. 
They're completely dependent on their parents. They're not famous. In fact, they're rather insignificant. Sure, they're cute. We saw a full example of that tonight. But babies, babies can't even mouth a single word. All they can do is point and grunt and cry. And as for influence and power, well, children might wish that they had it, but they don't. They don't. And yet God's own son is born this way, as a tiny little child, a small, poor, speechless baby boy in Bethlehem. He is not found in a palace, but he is placed in a manger. He is not clothed in majestic robes, but wears swaddling cloths, and Jesus isn't ashamed of it at all. Jesus wasn't ashamed of it at all. In fact, he insists, he insists that it be this way. After all, you know what he said when he was fully grown, don't you? You must be born again. Jesus said that when he was a full-grown man. Whoever among you would be great must become least of all and servant of all. He said those words to his ambitious disciples. Remember how they asked him, Lord, who is the most important? And he took a child and put an insignificant child in the middle of them and said, look, if you want to be great, then you all have to change. You all have to become like a child. Let the little children come to me, Jesus said, and do not hinder them, for theirs is the kingdom of God. And truly, I say to you, unless you receive the kingdom like a little child, you will not enter it. God loves children so much that not only did he become one, but he insists that all of you must become children too. And so it's not enough for us tonight to ooh and ah at the cute little faces. It's not enough for us to think, oh, I can't wait to see what they do when they grow up. It's not enough for us to hear them and see them and think, isn't that nice? Isn't it? It's not enough for us to think someday they'll grow up and someday they'll do great and important things. No, no. Tonight we see in the children of our congregation the model for every disciple of the Christ child. Tonight we see again the wonderful paradox of Christmas, that it is not they who must become like us, but we must be like them. Christmas strikes a death blow. It puts a death blow to all the backwards notions that we have about what's really important and what's really great. It puts a death blow to our notions of importance and wealth and honor and power and privilege and prestige and fame and all that business. Tonight we are led by a little child, by the little children of our congregation here in this place. It's not them who need to change and become like us. We must be like them. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Sure, pastor, we'd love to have some of their energy, but that's not what Jesus means. Sure, you might want to imitate the energy, the enthusiasm of a child, but that's not really what Jesus is after. And so you might say, well, sure, it would be great to be innocent like a child again. But again, that's not what Jesus means. Jesus knows full well, just as well as every parent in this room, that our children, our children are just as fallen as we are. No, it is not their energy that we imitate, and it's not their innocence that we chase, chase after. Jesus says that we must become like little children in the ways that we don't really want to. You must become dependent like a child. You must become completely and utterly dependent on someone else. The goal of life is not to become completely independent, to become grown up and to be done with all other people. No, the goal of life, the goal of the Christian life is just the opposite, to become more and more of a little child depending on your heavenly father. 
And see, here is the great wonder of Christmas, that with Jesus, it is never a matter of saying, do what I say, but not what I do. No, with Jesus, it is always do as I say and as I do. For do you not know? Have you not heard? Has it not resounded in your ears tonight? God's own son is born as a little, tiny, dependent, helpless, defenseless child. And he does all that not just to be cute, not just to have a bunch of energy, not just to look innocent, though by all means Jesus was innocent. No, he comes this way to reconcile you. He who is Lord and Master is born as your servant. He who fills heaven and earth takes the place of a servant, last of all, least of all, unlooked for and overlooked, no room for him in birth, just as there would be no room for him in death, laid in a wooden manger, just as he would be laid out on the wood of his cross. God's own son is born as a servant, as a little child, and he does all this to reconcile you back to your heavenly father. Your God loves you so much that he became like you in every way except without sin. And even that, even your sins, Jesus was willing to bear for you, to carry for you, to take for you, to die for you. He loves you, you little child. He loves you so much that even when he is grown, he still loves to be your childlike servant. Never childish, to be sure, but always childlike. And even to this day, it is still true that Jesus is still willing to be a child. That is, he is still willing to take that lowest place. He is still willing, though he is risen and ascended and exalted on high, for still our Lord is the one who comes to serve us. He still comes and he takes the lowest place, and he calls for all of you to become like him in that. So will you not join your, your God? Will you not join this little child Forget about your riches, they will rot away. Forget about pursuing power, it will fade away. Forget about prestige that fades. Forget about influence that corrupts. Forget about all that and become a little child this Christmas. You must be born again, Jesus said. For that which is born of flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. And so he was, born in Bethlehem, that you may be born again through holy baptism. Have you been born again of water and the Spirit? Well, if you haven't, then see me after the service by all means. But I have an idea that most of you have been born again. And so I would remind you again tonight to become what you have been made. If you have been born again, good and well. But don't suppose that life is now over for you. No, now you are to do what little children love to do. You are to imitate your brother. You are to watch that firstborn of God's family, the Son of God himself, who was born to serve you, who came in lowliness and humility and love. You are to be a brother and a sister of this little Christ child. That is, you are to follow his example, not unwillingly, but gladly. You know, like little siblings do, looking up to your brother and saying, I want to do whatever he does. I can't wait to do whatever he does and see what Jesus does. He is born today as a little child so that you may copy him, that you may copy the firstborn among many brothers. God the Son loves children so much. He loves children so much that he is willing to become one. How could you do otherwise? How could you refuse such a little child? How could you refuse such a God? 
No, let the song of praise resound. Let it resound tonight and let it resound every day in your voice and in your life. For God's own son is born a child. He is born a child. And just so you and God the Father are reconciled. To Christ be the glory now and always. Amen.